Hey guys, I'm Court. And I'm Kate. And you're listening to another episode of The Castle Chat. Hey friends, and welcome back to another episode of our Disney-themed podcast. Today we are going to be partaking in some Midnight's magic as we go through Taylor Swift's new album, Midnight's. We will be comparing each song to a Disney movie or character. Want to experience more magic with us outside of this episode? Be sure to follow us on all socials at The Castle Chat. If you love what you hear, please leave us a rating or review on Apple or Spotify so we can continue to build this community. Are you ready to jump into the episode? Let's chat about it. to Midnight's Mayhem with us, Court and Kate. But it's Midnight's Magic with us. Yeah, it's magic and mayhem simultaneously. It is a lot of mayhem. But we're excited about the mayhem. Of course we are. We are both huge Swifties, and we hope that those listening are also Swifties. If you are, welcome. Welcome to the fan club. If you're not, well, maybe you should buckle up and get ready to change your mind after we walk through this album. Maybe once you see the comparisons between Midnight's and Disney, you'll go, hmm, this is a wonderful album. I'm going to spend the rest of my life listening to it. Yes, we are super pumped to go through Taylor Swift's new album, Midnight's, and make some Disney comparisons. We've seen some TikToks, some Reels, posts that creators have made doing the same thing, um, and it's something that Court and I do with Taylor Swift songs in general already, so uh, to jump into this new album, Midnight's, and continue the trend, I am excited to see where our creativity takes us. Yes, and we have done a similar episode to this in the past. We had a game day episode where we took a bunch of Taylor Swift lyrics from all of her discography, and we compared them to Disney movies and what you know what movies those songs would go in etc so if you are interested in this type of episode definitely go check that one out as well because we love having some taylor swift fun up in here but let's talk a little bit about the album so it came out in october it's now december it's been out a couple months we've had a chance to listen through it way too many times caitlin what are your like top three songs on the album Oh man, this is tough to choose the top three, but I think Midnight Rain is probably my favorite. I know that's not maybe a common one to be a favorite. I'm not sure. I've I've heard. I've heard of it being a favorite of some. Um, Initially, I loved Mastermind. That was one of my favorites. And I would have said that Bejeweled was in my top three, but I think as I've learned lyrics and meanings of songs, some of my favorites have shifted and You're On Your Own Kid is definitely in my top. So so good. Yeah, I think that for me, whenever I listen to music, I am certainly initially engaged by the beat and the sound of a song. And then as I learn lyrics and meaning, that takes over what makes the song good to me or not um so if the meaning of a song just like gets at my soul or the lyrics are just so well written that's immediately as i learn the music going to rise to the top for me i love that explanation for me i'm a big bop scal like if it's boppy it's probably in my top three and i would say my initial top three was bejeweled mastermind and karma but now, I mean, they're all so good. I, all any of them could be in my top three. I'm a really big fan of Would Have, Could Have, Should Have. Loved that one. Love Paris. I still love Bejeweled. So I think some of the extra bonus tracks have made it into my top three now. You guys have heard this story one too many times at this point, but this album came out while Sam was in Paris and I listened to Paris while he was in Paris going to Disneyland Paris without me. And so that's what I think about whenever I hear that (laughs) song now. So it's a little bit bittersweet for me. I love the song, but when I think about it, I think about not being in Paris with Sam, being without him and he's experiencing Disneyland Paris all by himself. So, oh, Paris is a little bit of a sore spot. But ugh, the song's so good. Oh, no. I love the song. I was That's don't, just what comes to my mind. Don't let it take away from the beauty, you know? Oh, yeah. No. It, it can never take away the full beauty of Taylor Swift and her her fun songs. That song is now like a trending Epcot Disney video. 
Oh yeah, I have been seeing that, and we we might be putting together our own version of said video. That's right. Well, I won't say anything else. It yeah. may at, by the time this episode comes out, it might be released. Who knows? Just Who stay tuned. Knows? It will have to be a surprise to you. I know. I know. Okay. Well, also we um did go through the awful experience of dealing with Ticketmaster when we were trying to get Taylor Swift tour tickets. That was a brutal day. A brutal, brutal day. The first pre-sale. I think um, we waited over seven hours in line for Ticketmaster, and um, it, the site basically was crashing. And once we got in, there were no tickets left. And I was like, awesome. This is great. We've been in the line since 9.30. What is going on? And luckily, the next day on the Capital One pre-sale, I don't know how... I mean, literally Jesus himself was like, baby girls, here we go. Here are your tickets. Because we got in in like five minutes and we secured lower bowl tickets to go see Taylor in Atlanta, Georgia. And I I still can't believe we actually got tickets. If any of you right now are listening to this and you are also going to be at that show, please send us a DM because we would love to interact oh with Disney loving Swifties. That would be so fun. And for those of you that did not get tickets, do not be discouraged. I saw, I went to Reputation back in 2018 and I got my tickets for that show a month before on Facebook. A mom was just randomly selling them. I just kept looking. I had other friends that found, um, you know, tickets on Ticketmaster a month before the day of the show. It is definitely possible to get face value tickets. People always cannot go last minute. Things will come up. I don't know how we got so lucky on day two, but I know that there will be ways for you guys to still get tickets somehow. So keep your chin up. You're not on your own, kid. We're here for you and are rooting for you to also get tickets. I would not have a ticket to my name if it wasn't for Courtney um, because the type of job that I have, there is absolutely no way for me to have a computer or my phone with me whenever I'm working. And so it was basically Courtney or bust for me. So I'm super appreciative of Courtney and her patience waiting so many hours oh to gosh, secure me even. the bag. It was also our friend Megan. She was out there. We had two laptops going in two different cities. We were trying so hard. And also my friend Ashley, she helped us use her Capital One car. I mean, we had lots of people involved helping us secure these tickets. So we're excited. We'll be there um, April 28th, right? Yes. April 28th. And uh, spoiler alert, there is a song um, on this album that has the lyric, do you really want to know where I was April 29th? Uh, we were, yeah. Uh, I was really hoping for April 29th because you know she's going to sing that song and it's going to be I know. It's so gonna epic. Be, it's going to be so good. Honestly, I'm just grateful we got tickets. Oh, of I was course. Like, Do you really want to know where I am? May 24th. I mean, whatever. Like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> like, day. I will be. I will be there. So, okay, let's jump in. We have a lot of ground to cover. We are going to start from the top of the album. We're going to go all the way to the bottom. We're going to cover the bonus songs as well because they are Chef's Kiss top notch. So. What we're gonna do is we're gonna go through each song and we are gonna talk a little bit about characters or songs or movies that we think best fit this song. Maybe based off of just the title of the song, maybe based off of a specific lyric in the song. So some are very straightforward, some we're gonna have to explain a little bit, but we are very excited to share this with you. Absolutely, Court, kick us off. Okay, the first song on the album is Lavender Haze. And that song is a bop. What a way to start the album. Kate, who do we have as our Disney comparison for this song? Okay, I have a personal choice for me. I think you have a personal choice for you. Yes. So I'll start with mine. For me, I just so happened to watch this movie this past week when we were kind of prepping for this as soon as I was listening to the album to start picking who I thought was a good match this immediately came to my mind and I was like okay I don't want it to be obvious but unfortunately it is um I went with Cinderella but Uh, what that's such a that's such a common um what's the word no not common answer for you but like you love Cinderella so I'm not surprised that you picked her for this yeah and I'm not surprised that I watched the live action version of Cinderella this week either um yeah me had to but when I was listening to this song a couple of things that stuck out to me that made me pick specifically live action Lily James Cinderella not 
original 1950s Cinderella, even though it does have a lyric, the 1950s stuff they want from me. Um, Cinderella did come out in 1950, just to be ironic, but um, she sings the song Lavender Blue, Dilly Dilly Lavender's Green. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, that clicked. Um, but then just the general idea of... Um, people are going to be talking about her she's a servant girl that fell in love with the prince and her stepmother um people kind of giving her the runaround because of where she comes from and she fell in love with the prince and that's just where she wants to stay she just mentally wants to stay in her lavender, lavender haze exactly know? she just wants to stay in it oh, gosh, yeah. i want to sing every single song i love this album yeah i don't think from a copyright perspective we can plug in the music mm, I, I don't think we can either but if we could, you would certainly hear it in the background bopping right now. You're just going to hear our karaoke versions. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Okay, with this one, I went just straight color. I did not go lyrics or anything. I picked Rapunzel and Meg because, you know, they wear that lavender color. It was just the first thing that I thought of. I am very connected to colors. And so even when, like, there's other songs on this album that are color-based where I was like, my mind immediately went there and I was like, no, 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 you gotta, you gotta think deeper. But for this first one, I did go color only with their outfits, Rapunzel and Meg. Yeah, I mean, I feel like Rapunzel could, even Meg too, both of them, the lyric, I've been under scrutiny and like Meg kind of being torn apart by Hades and him judging her and she just kind of wants to stay in her little bubble with Hercules I could see that and Rapunzel too like finally breaking out of the tower you know she is if, if she's worrying about what people think about what she's doing she's not going to be able to achieve her dream of going to see the lights so I think you could make the lyrics certainly fit I can always count on you to provide the deeper meaning I I'm telling you I told you I'm a lyrics person the lyrics are something that just stand out to me so that's where my brain goes Okay. All right. Let's go to the next song on the album. What do we have? We have Maroon, Another Another Color. color. Wow. Mm. Jinx, you owe me a Taylor Swift album. Oh, I was going to thought you were going to say a Mickey bar, but that's fine. Uh, I'm just, I'm just staying focused, you know? Okay. Well, I can definitely get you a Taylor Swift album. That's easy. Yeah. Actually, I would like one. Mm, I don't have everyone on vinyl, so I'll take one that I don't have on vinyl. Okay, I'll go through your collection. Preferably speak now, actually, okay. now that I think about it. So. Well, maybe we'll get the uh, Taylor Swift version soon enough. <sighs> I I am beyond ready for all the Taylor's versions. Okay, Maroon. What do we have? Ooh, okay, okay, Padme and Anakin. Yeah, so this one, kind of color-wise for me, did jump out because... Yeah. Obviously, Anakin, who turns into Darth Vader, has a red saber. And I was just thinking about the lyrics in the song is about retrospectively looking back on a relationship that you thought was beautiful and it turned toxic, basically, or turned bad. And that is 100% Padme and Anakin, where you look back, they're like having twins together. And she's like, how could you do this? Like, how could you choose the power of the dark side over me and our family? And he's like, I thought I'm cho- I'm choosing this to save you because I love you. And I'm like, y'all are not on the same page. Yeah. And then he Don't just therapy. slashes that red saber and it was maroon. It was. <laughs> Go ahead and just change the lyrics. <laughs> be so good. Okay. Another one for this song, which is, it fits so perfectly, would be Anna and Hans from Frozen. Yeah. I mean... Again, a relationship that retrospectively you thought was great, but it was actually terrible the whole time. And he literally tries to kill her. So, you know. Not good. Not not good at all. Yeah. So, I mean, that was definitely something where um, I'm sure looking back, she thought it was not so great. But, you know, she obviously got something great out of it in the end. Yeah, for she sure. She got the love from her sister, and then she was like, oh, hey, Kristoff, what's up? You're cute. Yeah, that relationship's going to take a um, seat later in one of these songs. So, <laughs> Spoiler alert. Yeah. Okay, next song, Antihero. Court, what you got for this one? Okay, I put Loki. Okay, so this, I feel like this song, generally the, the lyrics and the meaning of it is talking about, like, all of your insecurities and the things that you don't feel great about in yourself 
being like, why would you cheer me on? Why would you root for me when I have all these issues? Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel like Loki fits that well, where he's like, I'm a god and I want to be good, but also like, I'm also the god of mischief and I'm creating problems all the time for people. So why do you want me to be good? I know it's like this it's like the character you're not supposed to like but you like and then he turns good and you you're so captivated by him I side note am very excited for more seasons of Loki I thoroughly enjoyed the first season and it's been really cool to see his character develop and learn more about his backstory and why people are so focused on him so I thought that he would be a great fit for this song 100% I love that choice who did you put I went with the beast oh from yes. the classic beauty and the beast um not to mention that in this song it goes tale as old as time yes so i was like oh hmm, beauty and the beast that makes sense i remember hearing that song for the first time and i think i have a reaction video of me in the car hearing that line i was like hold on a minute hold on a minute this just became my favorite song so yeah so i feel like the beast is truly like he needs to love somebody so that he can break the curse and all of the people in the castle who are now objects have to root for him when he's like hard got a hardened heart and having a hard time finding somebody to love so he's like you know it's me hi i'm the reason we're all not human anymore i'm the problem it's me um but they have to encourage him and root for him to fall in love you said somebody to love and my mind went straight to ella enchanted Oh, no, Ellen Enchanted. <laughs> Find me somebody to love. And I just picture her, like, her miniature self by the fireplace like, uh-huh. doing her little dance. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, Justin Bieber as well. That song is I a just need bop. Somebody to love. Wow, we're, we're throwing so in all many the vocals. Songs. There's so many vocals I know. in this Sorry, episode. guys. <laughs> I'm not a singer. Um, <laughs> That's so good. Okay. okay, let's move on. Snow on the Beach. Okay, well, this one has like an obvious visual easy choice yeah it's elsa in frozen 2 when she's you know on the beach about to go into the water i'm like this song the title just fits her so perfectly yeah i mean obviously she's standing on a beach and it's this moment which i think lyrically again me with the lyrics sorry guys um fits because it's this moment where like she's trying to figure out Who's calling her? What's going on? Why are all these spirits, you know, connected to her in some way? And then all of a sudden, when she is making her way, like, up the beach, up the crashing waves, and finally tames the water spirit, it's one of those weird but beautiful moments for her where she's like, I don't know what's happening, but also this is awesome. And it leads her into show yourself that moment for her where like everything comes full circle and she finally understands what has been off in her for so long. And so I, that is definitely like a weird but beautiful moment for her where she realizes all the things that she thought were calling to her actually like wasn't what she thought it was. And it's just been like, who she's supposed to be the whole time. Yeah. And I don't know if you guys have ever seen snow on a beach, but it is very strange. We, I've seen it before here in our little beach town. Have you seen it? Um, yes, I have a very old picture on my Instagram and it is literally captioned snow on the beach. (laughs) You just, you spoke it into existence. Apparently. I think it was like 2013, 2012. To be honest, Taylor probably, caused the snowstorm in the first place was there was like oh i'm gonna name a song snow on the beach one day and then just kept it in her back pocket for like another nine years wouldn't surprise me if she did that yeah i think it's totally reasonable for that to happen she's a mastermind Mm -hmm. yes (laughs) she's known the whole time (laughs) okay what's our next song okay our next song on the list is you're on your own kid oh like you said one of your faves lyrically it's beautiful that bridge I could sit there full volume in my car and just blast that bridge. Yeah. Um, our <laughs> Courtney put together a reel on our Instagram. Oh, yeah, if you I did. haven't seen it, it's to this song. And it makes me emotional every time I watch it. It's so good. It's so good. So this song is truly about 
in the beginning, Taylor Swift wanting the attention of a guy that she's not getting and she turns to writing music and realizes that that's the thing that sets her free and will get her attention from people. But then in the end, after she's tried to, you know, get what she is craving from people, she realizes that she's still just kind of on her own and it's always just kind of been her and her music and she can't rely on people the way she thought she could. Um, which just is rip my heart out. Why don't you? Yeah. Um, it's bittersweet. I think, I think it's probably a true, um, expression for her as an artist of like, you know, it's just been me and my songs and it's always just been me and my songs, anything and anyone that has ever kind of come into my life maybe has wanted something from me because of who I am and not just me. I don't know. There's all these different interpretations that you could take from it, but who did you have down for this? Like you're on your own solo type person. So immediately when I saw the song title, I was like, okay, orphans, just think of like Disney orphans of some sort. And then my brain went to, Ray from Star Wars and I thought about okay she really has been like figuring out who she is she's so she's such an independent fighter and believer and like what she does and how she you know defends her life and the people that she's fighting for and so I thought she'd be a pretty good fit for this as she's just like she's just discovering like what's even my last name who am I like she doesn't even know who she is which is a very orphan styled like relationship to have with yourself yeah for sure I think she fits the bill for this song with she is searching for something looking for a deeper meaning in her life doesn't know who her parents were doesn't know where she came from and finds you know the resistance and being a rebel and that means something to her but in the end when she finds out who she really is and you know whose line she comes from it's like oh well you know I'm not related to yeah. um, who I wanted to be related to. I'm related to the bad guy. So, you know, it's still still just me and what I'm going to make of this life that I've come into. Yeah, but I love how that doesn't stop her. Exactly. You know, she's like, I'm fine being independent. I'm fine being me and continuing to, to fight and stand for what I believe in. So I, I love Rey. She's an awesome character to the Star Wars universe. So who did you put? Um, I took a little bit of a different approach, uh, and I went Disney animals. Of course. <laughs> um, yeah. You gotta go there. Disney strays. Um, animals that don't have a home. They're kind of like orphans. They're They're like orphans. orphans. Yeah. Um, I specifically thought of Dodger from Oliver and Company. Um, he is a dog who is like just looking out for himself in New York City, and he is got a home to go to but no one's like truly his owner and he's created like this pseudo family for himself but then whenever things kind of go wrong for the crew he's kind of on his own and um finds himself in trouble and so I kind of thought of him as like he tries to be tough and you know get people's attention he wants Oliver the little kitty to love him so much but he chooses the human and you know having an owner over being with him and his little motley crew and so I think that like obviously we're talking Disney characters and animated dogs but it hurts his feelings and he realizes it's still just him on his own out in the city so cute I love that pick yeah you could also go like tramp lady and the tramp yeah so either way but I think Ray is probably the winner here in terms of like the best fit yes yes yes. okay next song Midnight Rain this my song that's your song okay this one's kind of tough so I don't really know that there are any relationships in the Disney realm that are obvious from me trying to figure out what I would put for this but the meaning of this song is basically a relationship that doesn't work because the people want different things um one wants to change evolve and do something different with their life and the other just wants to stay the same and stay in the same pocket and groove and so they end up not working because they want different things out of life so did you have one that came to your mind for this okay well I saw here that you wrote down Belle and Gaston and I don't know why that didn't come to my brain first but now that I think about it it really does fit so well yeah I feel like I mean Belle was never really into Gaston like they weren't no it's not a perfect fit because I feel like in this song they wanted things to work out and they just wanted different things in life so they went their separate ways Belle truly never wanted what Gaston wanted but it is that like 
he wants a traditional wife and lifestyle and she wants the great wide somewhere and you know so I think that's what made that come to my mind even though it's not like a hundred percent accurate yeah and I was thinking of like the lyric the line where it says he wanted a bride I was making my own name like what he wanted to do was marry her she was like I'm off to I don't need a man like I'm fine and then also where it says um, my town was a wasteland full of cages, full of fences, pageant queens and big pretenders, but for some it was paradise. And I think of like how some people just drooled over Gaston and thought he was like, oh my gosh, I want to be with him. He's so dreamy. Yeah. And and that's how a lot of people viewed him in the village, but she didn't view him that way, but others did. So I think that relates as well. Yeah. And some people loved their little small town and she wanted to get out. Exactly. Yeah. Some other ones I had for that one were Maleficent, I think in the the film Maleficent not Sleeping Beauty her falling in love with the prince and he kind of wants to stay true to the royal family and keep um that in line and she wants to like pull him out of that and do something different and they don't work and so she becomes Maleficent this renowned villain um and curses his family and you know that's a different take on it but I felt like that was another one that could kind of fit um, the narrative of two people that were in love but then wanted different things out of life and it didn't end very well for them okay also I'm seeing on here so I definitely read this note wrong you put Pepper Potts and Tony Stark and I just read it as Mrs. Potts and Tony Stark <laughs> and I was like mm, the crossover I did not know existed <laughs> yeah I put that one up. I obviously was just trying to like again find something that was close so I had a couple of different ideas but Pepper and Tony Tony wants to work on being an Avenger and saving the world and she wants to settle down and have a family and they want different things eventually they come together and and find a happy medium and so it doesn't end the way that this song does but I think they do have that push and pull turmoil of like she wants uh settled down life with him and he's like but i'm a superhero and i'm gonna save the world and i don't know how to put that down absolutely still though let's do another movie let's do mrs potts let's resurrect um let's resurrect iron man and let's do an iron man and mrs potts uh, oh mrs yeah miss, no, mrs potts like but she's human now but she's human now uh, that's how i read it i read it as mrs potts from beauty and the beast excellent because i read bell and gaston the next thing and my brain just was connected to that so now i'm like that would be a hilarious crossover does she find the enchantress and bring tony stark back of course okay excellent love that yeah we'll go ahead and pitch it to disney it'll be a movie next year mashup we love it <laughs> okay next song is question Okay, I'm kind of pumped about the listing on this one. Okay, go ahead, because I know that you were really excited about this one. Okay, so question is, again, it's hard to find some of these. A lot of these are negative parts of relationships, and I think that's hard to find in Disney movies because they always try to have a happily ever after and take a positive spin on things. But in question, you can interpret it a lot of different ways, but in reading it, the way that I was reading it when doing this, it's kind of this narrative of somebody asking, uh, you know, let's say a girl asking a guy a question about his relationship that he's in and like, how's that going for you? Because you used to be this way or used to do that. And now you're living this life with this person. And I'm just curious about how things are going. So that's kind of how I read into this lyric. I don't know if you had any different thoughts on like the general meaning of the song. Oh, so I interpreted the song completely different. Okay, how did you? I interpreted it as a girl going to her boyfriend asking the questions of like, basically, did you cheat on me? Oh. Like, did you ever have someone kiss you in a crowded room and every single one of your friends is making fun of you and then they're clapping and you're like mad about it? It's oh, it's just a question. Like almost like sass, like coming mm. to them and asking Did you leave your house in the middle of the night? You know? Like it's like almost like a girlfriend questioning her boyfriend and being sassy about it. I've always had it in my head as like if I was asking one of my friends' exes like mm, true, true 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 like the okay. way i was thinking like if i ran into one of my friend's exes and wanted an honest conversation of like hey when you were with her and you did this like is this really how it went down is this really what happened between the two of you i mean it's just a question but i'm just curious from my side of things like yeah. i saw it from like not in the relationship i saw it as somebody like outside of the relationship i, I mean i see both perspectives for sure but 
Give no, the, yours makes sense too. Let's give the people what they want to hear. Let's tell them who you picked. Okay, so I went with Sharpay addressing Troy. Oh my gosh, that's so good. He and Gabriella have a little summer breakup. Oh, the summer breakup. That's like I gotta go my own way. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, that just happened, and then Sharpay comes back and is like. Because I feel like Troy does have that, like, he jumps into the music, um, musical theater scene, and his friends are making fun of him, but then he's also a rock star, and they're all like, whoa, let's all do musical theater, and they're clapping for him. So <laughs> I feel like... Let's all do musical theater. <laughs> yeah, it felt like it did have that, you know, did you kiss someone in a crowded room, aka you were in a musical, and you kissed somebody because you were in a play. Ooh, um, And all your basketball friends were making fun of you, but now they're applauding you because you're actually really successful at it and um then like Sharpay just kind of being like do you still like do you still miss Gabriella do you still wish that you could be with her because I would really like an opportunity to date you but I'm just trying to figure out where you're at it's just a question exactly that's where my mind went okay I don't even know if we can say the next one Without, okay, well, like podcast violations. Well, we're uh, we are a clean podcast. We like to keep things PG because we do want this to be family friendly. So um, anytime there is a four letter word, we'll make it a five letter word and say stuff. Oh, um, so vigilante stuff. Yeah. So vigilante stuff is our next song for anyone who might have littles listening in the car. We want to protect their little ears. So um, <laughs> for sure. This song is basically about revenge. Ugh. This is... I don't know if there's a better match on this one than the one that I picked for this. I mean, you got some really good picks for this. This song is very savage. Oh, for sure. And it's, like, very intentional. I'm coming for you. Oh, yeah. And what Disney characters best fit that agenda? So my first pick and first choice, I think, should be obvious if you know the song. It has to be Emma Stone's Cruella. Oh, yeah. She is dressing for revenge. Makes total sense. She's a fashion icon, and she is coming after her boss and dressing legitimately for revenge against her. And in the movie, the film Cruella, starring Emma Stone that came out more recently, um the backstory of how she became dark twisted Cruella is that her boss she finds out her boss you know is kind of undermining her and then eventually finds out that she's responsible for killing her mother and orphaning her I have not seen this film since it came out I think I saw it in theaters and that was it and now I desperately want to go rewatch it because I thoroughly enjoyed watching it in the theaters yeah it was so good I I was it met my expectations for sure. There have been a couple of Disney films that came out throughout that pandemic kind of weird thing where it was, is it coming out in theaters? Is it just being released to Disney Plus? And some of them like probably had a lot of budget cuts because of all the craziness of the pandemic. And Cruella was excellent. And I feel like this is totally her MO in the story is she's dressing legitimately to get revenge on her boss and does all of the things where she's calling her out and in the song and in, in Taylor Swift song, the lyrics, it's essentially calling out, you know, the the person in the wrong here and is like, you know, how do you think that we got this information and uh, how do you think that the FBI just showed up at your house? It's me the whole time I've been coming to get you. And I feel like Cruella is certainly that to a T. I don't think there's a better pick than that, but runner up to Cruella, I would say Scar. I mean, he's he's out to get his brother. He's out to get the throne. I mean, there's so many. I mean, now that I think about it, there's so many films where it's like the villain's out to get the throne, or like they're seeking revenge or something. Any villain you could really plug into this. You could even go the opposite way of what you would think, and um, the evil queen from Snow White is dressing for revenge when she turns into the ugly old lady. 
She's like, I, mean, I guess so, Snow yeah. White, I'm coming to kill you because you're the fairest in the land, and I'm not cool with that. So I'm going to dress for revenge and trick you. Yeah, I'm going to dress like an old lady with an apple. Exactly. Watch out. My first thought when I'm trying to get revenge. And she looks so pretty. Driving in your Benz. <laughs> I can picture it's like, oh my gosh. driving in a Mercedes with a big Benz with a wart on her nose. <laughs> That's so good. Oh my gosh, I love that. Oh man, I wish I'd put some of these in some of these Disney films. Okay, next song is Bejeweled, Take a personal away, favorite of mine. The first person that came to mind for this song was Cinderella. She goes from rags to riches. She is bejeweled from head to toe, and she is owning it. Like She has full just confidence like there's um, you know this lavender haze over her where she's like nobody knows who i am and i'm beautiful and i'm about to own the night yeah and the music video tonight the music video for this song actually has plenty of obvious cinderella reference absolutely so i think that makes sense for sure um i went with an unobvious answer and said prince ali after aladdin becomes prince ali he's like i polish up real nice you didn't want me as the guy in the streets but when i look like a prince best believe i'm bejeweled that's how he walks into the palace i'm bejeweled yeah (laughs) he walks into the palace feeling real good about himself and he says he polishes up real nice yes oh i love this song i think both of these are great picks oh for sure i i the cinderella one is obvious makes sense but prince ali was a nice little laugh i i agree i think it's it's nice he does he has a glow up yeah for sure he polishes up nice he definitely fits in this song we can give him credit for that okay cool all right next song is labyrinth Okay, I this is one of the songs where the first time I listened to it, I was like, mm, I don't know if I like this. Now I love it. It's so mysterious. I love this song. So the idea of this song in my interpretation is the getting lost in the maze of your mind when you're trying to figure out if you're actually falling in love with somebody. That's kind of how I interpret the lyrics of the That's song. That's how I interpret it as well. Yeah, so... I think whenever you hear Labyrinth, Alice from Alice in Wonderland automatically comes to your brain as a Disney person, but there's no real love story there. I think if you did New Age Alice, I think the story of the Mad Hatter might actually fit this song a little bit better, but I think for this song, my pick would be Belle trying to figure out if she's in love with the Beast or not. That's that's so good. Honestly, I mean... When you think about Belle and she has been stripped from her home and at first she's like she's held captive and she just wants to leave and then the Beast's heart starts turning and you see their relationship kind of flourish but she's still hesitant and she's still angry but you do see that back and forth of her trying to figure out do I actually like this guy? Oh okay he's being kind of kind. Is there something there that wasn't there before? (laughs) I love how you did that. Um... Yeah, no, she, whenever is, whenever she's with the Beast, one of the lyrics from Labyrinth, the song is, I thought the plane was going down, how'd you turn it right around? And it's like, yeah, she's held captive in a castle by a scary beast. She totally thinks the plane's going down. She's nose diving and ready for her demise. And then all of a sudden she's like, wait a minute, I'm falling in love. Excuse me. What's happening here? And I think that that's uh, like lyrically a good fit for a Disney character. Oh, so good. Okay, what's our next song? Okay, our next song on the list, another favorite for Court, Karma. Karma. This is another hard one. I had to really think about a good fit here. Okay, well, first I want to pause and say if you are a diehard Swifty, you know that Karma, this song, this is a big deal because she has been hinting at either an album or a song called Karma all the way back to the Man music video. If you haven't seen the Man music video, there's a scene where he, well, it's Taylor Swift dressed up as a man, but he is peeing on a wall that has um, graffiti all over it. And you can see that it's all of Taylor Swift's albums and you see the word karma that's on there. It's actually written on there twice. And for a while people were speculating it was like an album that she hadn't released. And so when she did the Midnight's Mayhem videos on social media and she released the karma track, she kind of giggled when she was speaking into the phone. 
I was stunned. My jaw was on the floor. I was like, we're finally getting karma. So I was very, very excited for when this song will come out. That's just a side note. Yeah, a lot of people believe that when Kanye and Kim created that drama with Taylor, it totally scrapped an album and the next thing she did was reputation. And so what could have been a karma album was no more and doesn't exist anymore. And now I think Taylor listens to the fans and knows what they want and knows how to um, appeal to all of these little backstories and theories that they come up with and so she was like duh we're writing a song called karma exactly and i think one of the not the best fits but a really good fit for this song would be in avengers endgame when it's the avengers assemble scene and thanos thinks that you know i've got the upper hand and i'm gonna win and literally every single avenger in the mcu and more comes out of the portals and they're ready to fight Thanos and it it's a true karma moment yeah he's like set up himself to think that he is inevitable and he's not and it comes back to bite him in the butt um or bite him in the head when he gets his head chopped off but that's fine who Um, else do we have for this one so uh out of the box thought for this would be genie once Jafar is taken um captive in his little lamp he wants to be a genie he thinks it's the most powerful creature and being in the world and he's going to be the most powerful thing and genie's like (laughs) itty bitty living space and traps him in his lamp and is like oh karma about that yeah um now you're trapped in the lamp and aladdin set me free and i'm just flying around with the breeze in my hair and i'm feeling good and i feel like that is like a very out-of-the-box version of how you could relate karma to a, a specific scenario. No, I like that. I think that's a good fit. Yeah, or, I mean, Aladdin or whoever, where it's like, you were coming for me, and now you're the one that's trapped. And so I think Jafar is, like, one of those people who gets bit in the butt by his own doing. I love it. I love it. So good. Okay, next song is Sweet Nothing. Now, I'm going to need you to do a little explanation on this one, because I struggled to find something for this category. So I think this is like a romantic song between partners where first Taylor Swift, she is Taylor Swift. Everyone in the world knows that name essentially. And anyone who comes to her, wants to build a relationship with her, a friendship with her, business partnership with her, they're they're looking for something from her. And this song is about whoever she's in love with, really not wanting anything from her just wanting to be with her and so she finds herself running home into their sweet nothing because it's you know everybody's wanting something from her and that's the one person she can trust to just want to be with her not need something from her is how I interpret it yeah that makes a lot of sense so for this um I think we could do some obvious strong couples Ellie and Carl I think Carl is like a hypochondriac scared of the world scared of adventuring and ellie is like his safe place she doesn't ever really need him to be anything but carl um that might not be like the best couple fit but um maybe somebody who's like um maybe like a pepper Potts and tony stark where tony stark is like expected to save the world but just come home to somebody who really just wants to be with them not be a superhero something like that some type of couple in that realm do you have any thoughts i'm i'm pondering as you're speaking i mean i guess i didn't really i guess when i was thinking about this song i i see your interpretation of it but i was i was told this song could potentially be about calvin harris and i was taking the song from more of a negative approach Hmm. of like i don't even now now i'm like all flustered because my original thought of this song is not what I now think it could be so I have to do some more thinking on this one the the lyrics that I'm going to in my brain is um they say the end is coming everyone's up to something but all that you ever wanted from me was sweet nothing I think that's that's yeah I thought I think there was something that was people were saying about Calvin Harris and how like he maybe like apathetic like you're not like you don't want anything from me you don't want anything from me you're just kind of around and i think their relationship was more 
I guess on the more boring side, but now I'm curious because if that's the case, then yeah, I can think of very strong, you know, if it's your interpretation, then I can think of plenty of strong Disney couples. I was thinking it from the other other interpretation, and I was like, I can't think of, like, a couple that comes at the top of my head. So that's why I struggle with this one a little bit. Yeah, I'm... I don't know. I mean, I think that with music being art it's open for interpretation oh of course and so it could go either way but how i read it is like a romantic i'm safe at home and you don't yeah. need anything from me and when i go outside everybody's looking for something from me so that's where my mind went but if you interpreted it the way that you had in your mind what would be your pick see i don't know that's what i'm that's what i'm struggling with mm because I can't, like, from my perspective, it's... I don't know, do you have anything that would match my perspective? Correct me if I'm wrong. You're saying that it's, like, an apathetic relationship where you want them to do something, but they're not doing anything? Yeah. Okay. Um, See, it's tough. Hmm. We may have to think on this and, and post it on our stories. Yeah, maybe. Or I ask mean, for a, phone maybe, a friend. <laughs> maybe it's the other side of question where it's Troy and Gabriella and they're out at summer and she's wanting Troy to pursue her and spend time with her. Oh, but he's he just cares about basketball. Yeah. And he's just like, that's I like mean, a, that's you're a fine. Good one. Yeah. Yeah, we'll go with that. Okay, cool. We'll go with that. Okay, next one. I'm very excited about this one. This is the last song on the original 13 tracks Mastermind. Yeah, I was literally driving home last night and it just like it just was a light bulb in my head. And I immediately, as soon as I got safe to a location, texted Caitlin and I said, oh, my gosh, Princess Diaries 2 is the fit for Mastermind. Yeah. And then I dropped on the floor and passed out. Yeah. that was, And my head hit the wall. <laughs> Boom. Have you seen that video? <laughs> Anybody else out there? It's a really hilarious video. OK. Anyways, Mastermind, if you were unfamiliar with this song it is basically about i feel like everybody has probably had experience with this you see someone across a room somewhere and you're like i'm gonna figure out how to get in a relationship with this person or have them notice me or something and you us as women we often or if you're a man listening women often are very good at putting together little plans to make things go a certain way i think women are skilled at that so this song is basically about being able to plan a relationship from the start without the other person knowing but spoiler alert in this song the guy knew all along what she was up to and knew that it wasn't just coincidence that they happened to fall in each other's laps that part of it was meticulously planned and it was a mastermind so I think of Princess Cyrus too. I think of Nicholas Devereaux. I think of him like I he's being forced to be in a relationship with Mia and kind of trick her so that he can get the throne and and she she falls for it and then she ends up finding out and she's really heartbroken by it because she actually had feelings for him and but it is that true like mastermind setup of a relationship. Yeah, for sure. I think that with this version of the song it end, like it ends well even though it was like a setup it ends well and I think that in Princess Diaries it's the best version of like a setup that could go wrong but then ends up going right and they do fall in love um, so I think that that is the like best option you could possibly come up with for this song the other option that I had would be Ursula or Ariel with Eric where they plan and scheme. Ariel sees Eric on a boat and she's like, oh um, he's cute. I want to figure out how to be with him. I need legs. I'm going to go to the sea I witch. I need legs. I'm going to get some <laughs> legs and then I'm going to find myself on a random beach that just happens to be outside his castle and it's this whole plan that she sets up to run into him again but then Ursula also has a plan to take Ariel's voice in exchange for legs. Not 
Ariel so not many realizing. Legs. There's so many legs. <laughs> I know. It's like spider up in here. Um, but she, or an octopus, that would be more fitting here. Um, but she has a plan that she asks Ariel for her voice in exchange for what she wants, and she gives it to her, but she can also make herself human. She doesn't have to be a sea witch, and she turns into Vanessa with the beautiful voice that Eric's been looking for and tricks him to, you know, marry her. He, She gets busted, which is great. We're so glad about that. But, um, yeah, that's just, like, another... Eric is totally in the dark and doesn't realize like, that both of these mer people, sea people, have mer people done all of this quote unquote legwork people to no. get into his life. <laughs> no way. No way. Leg puns. Oh, oh gosh. So many leg puns. <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing so oh hard right now. I don't know gosh. that I've actually laughed this hard that was while good. recording. Before. That was honestly a leg up man dad jokes all around now i got the leg up <laughs> all right i'm done okay so that is kind of it for the first 13 songs now we still have seven more songs to go let's go more rapid fire for these bonus songs so we can keep things in a timely manner let's kick it off with the great war okay great war i think could obviously be you think war you think mulan um it's basically like the turmoil of a relationship you make it through and on the other side of the war because of all of the stuff that you've been through together your relationship works so i think mulan and um li shang are great options for this particular song that's great my mind went straight to merida brave she's a fighter she's a warrior and i just connected that to the title so that was that okay bigger than the whole sky this song is so emotional first off um it's basically i would say it's a lot of people are interpreting it as um, a miscarriage or some type of death so i think it's just all around emotional so i'm gonna throw in a little side note here i know we're doing rapid fire but um i was discussing with one of our friends emily about this song and i definitely think the miscarriage story with the lyrics fits um very well but in dissecting some of the lyrics from this song and some of the lyrics from would have could have should have they kind of match in some ways and we were discussing how this song could be writing to her younger self about losing her innocence and like young taylor Mm. swift and who she was before all of this is all of this stuff is the woulda coulda shoulda um all too well all that has to do with her relationship with john mayer and so with no all too well is about jake gyllenhaal Oh, is it? Okay. Yes. What's the... I'm sorry. Uh, Dear, Dear John. Dear, Dear sorry. John. That's what I was thinking I had, about. To, I had to make sure we were yeah, yeah, politically sorry. correct. You know. Dear John. <laughs> That's what I was going for. Um, but the idea of having to say goodbye to a version of herself that never got to happen because of the turmoil of that relationship is also another interpretation that could be totally separate from... like a actual death or loss. Oh yeah, I mean I was thinking more like I totally, that's, that makes total sense. I was thinking more along the lines of just grief in general, which could be grief from, you know, death, a relationship ending, or, you know, you know, losing a child such as miscarriage. So there's, there's so many different interpretations for this song all along the same line of just grief and the pain that comes with that. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, we had to put in some, you know, some sad moments in the Disney world which would be Bambi yeah I think that one's a little bit like backwards it would be about his mom they're like the lyric um you are more than just a short time Bambi is young and he only gets to experience life with his mother for a short time so I think that that is like instead of a mother losing a child it's a child losing a parent um and that could totally fit there I think also um Carl and Ellie. Carl loses Ellie. <laughs> so and sad. It's a little bit different. They do get to live into old age together, but life does happen in the blink of an eye. And so to him, you know, it could feel like it's more than just a short time with her that he, she completely changed his life and all of that stuff um, too. From that perspective, I mean, there are so many. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you go Marvel, options. you've got Vision, you've got Iron Man, both very tragic 
deaths, so those are those are hard too. Anything else for this song? Um, I mean, we c- I could go on and on with different random options. Um, well, we don't. I mean, we just, can we can just shift into a more happy yeah, direction. Yeah, let's do that. This, okay, this song is very good but very heavy. So yes. sad moments. Okay. In, in Disney history. All right, the next song is Paris, a very fun, upbeat song about basically keeping your relationship private and to yourself and not in the paparazzi. It's about her and Joe Alwyn and um, just their relationship and what they've been able to have. It's you know, romance is not dead if you keep it just yours. So. I went uh, two different directions with this song. I went just the generic Paris, you know, just it being the song Paris. So I'm like, Remy, he been, he's living it up in France. And then, you know, Liz McGuire, Liz McGuire movie, her and Paolo. So that's where I went initially. Um, and then, I don't know, any, um, well, what else could we have for this one? If, if we're going actually like the meaning of the song versus just it being Paris. So with... Again, me and my far reaches here. I was thinking potentially in the new live action version of Beauty and the Beast. Beast takes Belle back to Paris. She says, this is the Paris of my childhood. And she they do the whole oh, experience yeah, yeah. in Paris together if we're going actual physical location. But then also they're super isolated in the castle and she has no idea what's going on in the outside world. And they do have their kind of their private, private yeah. bubble relationship where she goes back to the outside world and tells them, oh yeah, there's this beast and he's actually really Really nice and they think she's crazy and she's mm-hmm. like but we've been in our little bubble you have no idea what we've been doing and I have no idea what you've been doing so that's kind of where my mind went but I feel like Remy could totally be like I've been cooking in the kitchen and all of my rat family has no idea <laughs> that I was staying in Paris so yeah you know, that could work and um, Lizzie McGuire obviously that one takes place in Rome but she kind of gets in her little bubble like with celebrity and you know, wants to kind of keep that on the DL from all of her high school friends. So she could be, she could be fitting that too. Okay. High infidelity. Okay. This one's another one where it's hard to find a Disney story that fits the bill here. Um, We could go like, you could go Giselle and Patrick where like he's engaged to somebody else and he's trying to maybe figure something else. He like falls in love with somebody else. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I see that. Um, but that's, you know, stretching it a little bit. And um, my thought went to Meg and Hades. So Hades kind of like has her on lock and is like she's under his thumb and he controls her and tells her what to do and one of the lyrics is do I really have to tell you where I was April 29th do I really have to tell you how he brought me back to life and all these things and so it's kind of like well duh I'm gonna fall in love with Hercules and he's gonna make my life better like what are you are you crazy you're crazy making me do all this stuff and I'm essentially your slave like yeah I'm gonna fall for somebody else and not stick around with you that's where my brain went love it okay Glitch. This one's kind of obvious. Tell them. Tell the people. Okay, Vanellope von Schweetz. She has her glitch. She's legitimately a glitch. So, so I mean, yeah, that if definitely we're going off works. Of title alone, then yes, obviously, Vanellope. Anybody else for this category? Okay, so going back to what I just said about high infidelity being something that Giselle and Patrick from Enchanted could fit. I think Glitch is a song about an unexpected relationship. Like you don't think you're going to fall for somebody. And then all of a sudden you're like, what the heck? We're together all the time. And I'm kind of into you. What's happening. I definitely think Patrick feels that way about Giselle. He's like, you crazy sing song lady making sing song lady, (laughs) making dresses out of my curtains what are you doing in my home with all these animals? And then all of a sudden he's marrying her and it's like, wait, what, how did, how did this happen? Um, so I like that one though. I yeah. like that. That's a good fit. Okay. Would have, could have, should have one of my faves. Okay. For this one, the song lyrics can go real deep and get real personal and heavy and all of that. We'll keep it light. Um, but this is essentially a song about a relationship you wish that never happened and you regret it and it changed a lot of things in your life. And so I actually think that Ray and Kylo 
fit this That's a so little bit good. where she's like I wish you never would have showed me these things I wish you never would have come into my life now we're like connected in this weird way I personally was not a fan of the Ray Kylo kiss and all of that at the end um, of the episode nine Star Wars film but I feel like this is kind of like a she regrets a lot of things about you know meeting him and he kind of woos her and then she thinks he's gonna turn good and then he's not and so anyway I he obviously ends things in a in a good manner and they end things in a good manner but I feel like she in her turmoil and trying to figure out what the heck is going on with Kylo Ren is like I wish you would have just stayed away from me yeah I think that's I mean that explanation fits so well okay last song dear reader Okay, well, I'll give my last lengthy explanation of lyrics. And obviously, guys, again, this is art, and I'm making my own interpretation of this. I would love to hear your interpretation, what you found, what you think the meanings are, if I am way off or there's like a totally new take on a song. I love to hear that stuff. So certainly let us know if you feel or think differently about how we're interpreting these songs or if you have other characters that go along with the songs. We have totally not thrown this together but I mean we thought about this for a day and so I'm sure there's so many other options that we haven't even thought about that would be really fun to to figure out but with Dear Reader the lyrics are basically saying all of you people are looking up to me and you might think I'm your hero but actually I'm human and internally I'm falling apart so don't necessarily trust everything I say because I'm only human and I can only do so much and so I think this is Taylor Swift's way of saying you guys put a lot of weight on me to be this particular person and sometimes I'm legitimately falling apart inside so don't you know put all of your hopes and dreams and look up to everything I say because I'm I'm not perfect so do you have any Disney characters that stand out to you for this one court so I just went title again on this one I went with Belle she's our reader she loves books so I just I literally read the title and I was like Belle done yeah I mean I think that she could fit with telling people you know maybe from a the opposite perspective like defending the beast where it's like you can't believe everything you see, can't believe everything you read, don't take everything at face value. So I think she could fit, but um, I went with um, like Spider-Man, Peter Parker. I think he's a good fit for this where all of his friends in high school are like, oh my gosh, um, Peter, you're a superhero. You're so amazing. He's like, I'm, I'm just a guy. I'm just a, a guy in high school. Don't believe, you know, everything that you hear about me and don't think I'm this crazy hero because I'm just a kid just like you so I don't know you could come up with a lot of different um different thoughts for this but I just oh my gosh I never even talked there are so many ones that I thought of for different songs that are just not coming to my mind like um high infidelity I was just thinking about um Vanellope and Ralph and her infidelity being that she loves slaughter race Oh, that's a good one. Oh my gosh. All of these, there's so many. You guys, please send other options and ideas because uh, like as they come to me, as I'm talking about things, there are endless possibilities. So many, so many. Guys, this has been, this has been so much fun. Yeah, obviously we are passionate about this, so it's easy for us to talk about. If you love this kind of stuff and you want to hear other Taylor Swift albums or other artists, let us know. Um, But for the time being, I think that we're going to hand things over to Kelly. We sure are. Hey all, this is Kelly from Kelly's Magical Vacations, the official travel partner of the Castle Chat, and I am so excited to bring you today's trip tip. If you're going to be in Walt Disney World or Disneyland during the holidays, be sure to check out what offerings they'll have during the months of December and November. Of course, it's super magical to be there during the holidays because it is Walt Disney World and Disneyland, but definitely take some time to check out all of the different decorations in the resorts throughout that time of the year. 
Each resort will be decorated for the holidays and of course, bring in that feel of whatever the theme is of that resort. It's super cool to see the different Christmas trees, the gingerbread displays, and all the different ways that they celebrate the holidays throughout the resorts as well. Be sure to head over to Kelly's Magical Vacations on Instagram for all your Disney tips and tricks. And if you are looking to plan a Disney vacation, you can head to the Castle Chats Instagram Click that link in their bio and there will be a form that you can fill out so that we can start planning and I can help you with everything from your accommodations to your tickets to your dining and everything in between. Creator Spotlight. It's a spotlight and it's for somebody great. Hooray. Man, I needed a really good one for this since we're doing Taylor Swift. Like, I should have studied. You should have had a jingle ready to go. Man, that was a huge letdown. It's okay. It's all right. You know what? A A plus for effort. Yeah, I mean, maybe I'll I'll think on it and come back and have this super awesome bop hit for you next time. I mean... What I'll say is, you still knock it out of the park. If I did, if I did the jingle every week, it wouldn't. It y'all wouldn't stop. Y'all would stop listening to the castle chat. You'd be like that was so awful. I mean, I think that mine do fit that category of no, being no, so no, no, awful. No, no, no. They're so. so good. They're so good. Anyway, no, 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 no. I hype you up forever. Okay. Anyways, 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 creator spotlight. Our creator spotlight for this week is Mornings with Mickey. We have been following her for quite some time now. She is Disneyland-based. She does tips and tricks for your park days out in California. She's also a mama, so she is bringing her kids to the park. She includes her kids in her content, which is so sweet. And it's it's fun to see her, like, her mom tips and tricks because... I know when I become a mom one day, if I get so blessed to be so, I will need all the mom tips and tricks when it comes to being in a amusement park with children. So I appreciate that she's out there looking out there for the other mamas and her content is so vibrant and cute and colorful and I just love following her. Yeah, I think it's really easy to get overwhelmed court and i are obviously 20 somethings um without kids and so the idea of how we've been experiencing disney um changing with kids in the future it's really nice to see other people who have already made that transition and give tips and tricks on how to not be overwhelmed or intimidated by taking kids into the parks and having tips and tricks for kids of all ages um but also just tips and tricks in general we have so many disney loving mamas out there that we love and so mornings with mickey is when we wanted to shout out and support so you guys show her some love go follow her and check out her content well guys thanks so much for spending time with us today on this episode of the castle chat but for now we'll leave you with what we always leave you with which is there's a great big beautiful tomorrow out there waiting for you go make it magical see you real soon bye guys bye